There is an age-old Chinese proverb about a farmer. There are various versions of it, various wordings of it that have circulated, are, are out there in various forms. But the basic gist goes like this. There was a farmer who had tended to his crops for many years, and he, he had a horse that he would rely on to plow the fields and engage in this important work of farming. But one day, the horse broke free and ran away. And the farmer's neighbors, they, they heard this news and they rushed over to the farmer to voice their concern and their sympathy. And they would say to him, oh, such bad luck. You, you won't have your horse when it's time to, to plant. You won't have your horse when it's time to plow your fields like you always do. And the farmer replied, well, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. A few days later, the horse returned. It actually came home. And not only did it come home, but it was accompanied by two more horses. And so now, the farmer found that he, where once he had one horse, and then he had zero horses, now he had three horses, and he would be able to plow his field more efficiently than when he just had the one. And of course, once again, the neighbors, they heard about what had happened, they rushed over again, they visited the farmer, and they said, oh, wow, you are now blessed with three strong horses. What Great luck this is. To which the farmer replied, Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. The farmer gave one of the wild, untamed horses to his son. And while riding the horse, the son was thrown off, he fell to the ground, and he ended up breaking his leg. Once again, the farmer's neighbors, they rushed over and they expressed their sympathy and their worry. And they said, oh, what a shame. Your son now with his broken leg, he won't be able to help you during planting season. This is incredibly bad luck. The farmer answered, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. A few days later, the Chinese emperor's army rode into the town where the farmer lived, and they brought with them an order that they were to draft the oldest son from every family into the army. Well, the soldiers came around to the farmer's house, and they saw that the son had a broken leg, and they declared that 
he wouldn't be drafted. They were going to skip over him. They were going to leave him behind. And eventually the army rode out of town and many residents of the town, they, they were saying goodbye to their eldest sons who had just been conscripted into the army, maybe even worried that they'd never see them again. But later that day, once again, the farmer's neighbors came over to the farmer's house and said, you know, you are the only family that did not have their son drafted into the army. This is such good luck. This is such good fortune for you. It ended up being a good thing that he broke his leg. And the farmer, once again, answered, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Now, there are a few different ways that you could interpret this parable. And none of them would necessarily be wrong. I think stories like this, parables in general, are are up for interpretation. They're up for a variety, an opportunity to to detract a, a variety of meanings. There, there's more than one meaning that is possible with stories like these. For instance, one interpretation that someone could glean from such a story would be to always look for the silver lining. Always look for the the, the bright side, the positive way that, that you could interpret any kind of experience, which the, the farmer's neighbors did, particularly during the, the, the bad portions or, or interpreting or, or, or seeing the, the bad pieces, but then also looking back and being able to interpret the so-called bad moments in terms of the good moments that followed, that there ended up being a more positive outcome the more time had passed. So, so, so one could hear the story and say, oh, well, see, look on, look on the bright side. There might be a silver lining, whether we can see it now or, or maybe we'll just wait. And, and, Probably the, the more damaging version of interpreting the parable this way is, well, everything happens for a reason. The One of those phrases that really are not helpful the vast majority of the times when it is uttered. So, at any rate, this could be one potential interpretation. Another potential interpretation would be around the idea of, well, you could take the short-term view, but there's also a longer-term view that you can't necessarily see. 
So sure, things might be bad at the moment, but this could end up working out for the better, or there may end up being some kind of silver lining down the road. If you just wait, if you're just patient, or if you just keep working long enough that something more might happen. And so indeed, yes, there there's enough here where you could make that interpretation as well. The interpretation that I am currently interested in is the neighbors. And particularly, the neighbors need or felt need to automatically or immediately construct a narrative over what has just happened, to immediately interpret what has happened as 100% good, 100% bad, and, and just construct a story on the farmer's behalf as soon as possible. So as soon as the horse runs away. Oh, that's such terrible luck. Now, you you won't have anything. You you won't have what you need for the planting season. And then immediately, oh, how wonderful that this horse has brought back two more. Now you'll have more than enough help. So again, immediately constructing a narrative. And then, again, the, the son breaking his leg. Oh, now you won't have enough help. For the planting season, even though you've got these three horses, you won't have enough human help for this. And then, of course, eventually the, the, the army comes in, they, they skip over his son. Oh, what, what fortune that, that he broke his leg and he won't be drafted into the army. Every single time, they, they immediately construct this narrative for the farmer. Whereas the farmer, to his own credit, from his own position, he, he, he doesn't necessarily resistant or hostile to any kind of narrative. Rather, he, he's more just indifferent to constructing a narrative at all. Instead, he just always gives the same, we'll see. So... He's not necessarily, he's not interested in making a narrative because there is more that will happen one way or the other. Maybe for good, maybe for bad, we'll see. The farmer is just content to let things play out one way or the other and... He'll just do, he'll just, he'll just go along with what happens. So is it really good news or bad news that he loses his horse? Is it really good news or bad news that the horse returns with two more? Is it really good news or bad news that his son breaks his leg? Is it really good news or bad news that the army skips over his household? The farmer chooses not to engage in that kind of storytelling.
Instead, he just says over and over again, we'll see. It's not necessarily that he doesn't care. It's just that he doesn't have the same investment in immediately attributing rhyme or reason or meaning or good or bad fortune to the various things that happen to him. He chooses not to interpret news as good or as bad. It's just news. And down the road, after more time has passed, more events have taken place, and more facts have been gathered, and more experiences have been had. Maybe, maybe at that point we can look back and we'll see more clearly. Welcome to the Coffeehouse Contemplative Podcast. I first encountered this story of the Chinese farmer a couple years ago. I was on sabbatical from the church that I was serving at that time. And a close friend of mine, a longtime friend, had sensed for a while prior to that moment... That, that I was going through some stuff. And I was. I was having some issues related to discernment. I was having some issues related to burnout. And I was wondering about my, my future a little bit. And so, uh, having picked up on these various strands of what I was going through at that time. He invited me over to meet at our undergrad alma mater to take a trip, take a trip down memory lane, to wander around campus, to visit some old haunts, and to talk things out. And over lunch... He shared this story. He shared this parable. And it's it's actually kind of lost to me the the primary reasoning for his sharing it, but it it stuck with me partially because the parable is so thought-provoking in its own right, but also because it did have a, a resonance with me, with with the the discernment that I was going through at that time. Like how how much of a narrative are you truly able to construct given your present circumstances? 
the way that the the farmers' neighbors were so quick to construct such a narrative, and and I'm sure that I was doing my darndest to construct one as well as I was sifting through my thoughts at that time, and 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 he was sharing it as a help, as a provocative thought exercise to be sure but 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 also perhaps as a certain level of caution well you, depending on where you go we'll we'll see whether it's good or bad it, it's going to take some time to to really understand whether staying in a particular situation ends up being good or bad or if you choose to move on from a particular situation, it'll take time again to see whether that decision was what we would typically call good or bad. You don't know. You simply don't know for a while. You're going to need more experience. You're going to need more data points before you can really attribute good or bad to any kind of an experience. Now, we, we could argue, of course, there are certain experiences that are objectively bad. We would call them objectively bad. There are other experiences that we would call objectively good. Like there is very a very small amount of wiggle room for arguing to the contrary if there could be any at all. And so there is that caveat, there is that that understanding that, that is baked in, there is a certain limit to any parable, any story, any kind of guidance, any kind of advice, but at least for what I was going through at that point in my life and in my vocational experience there indeed would need to be more data points collected before any decision I would make could be really ascribed as being good or bad, fortunate or unfortunate. Now, this particular person in my life has known me to be someone who the vast majority of the time is one of those farmer's neighbors. I'm one of those people who is, is rather quick, the vast majority of circumstances, to try to construct a narrative to try to construct a, a a a reason or to construct a story around any particular thing that happens he has known me long enough to know that there there are instances where something will happen and and I will wrestle with, well, it, it's not exactly, not every single factor is, is lining up the exact way that I would like it to. And so that, that creates for me 
some doubt or some hesitation or or maybe maybe if I just think about this a little bit longer I can come up with the right rationalization or, or justification to get over that hesitation to get over that doubt now stop me when 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 you hear yourself in this so so I can appreciate I don't I don't know all of the all of the rationale it could have been way simpler for what see I'm, I'm constructing a narrative right now it could have been a way simpler reason for him to have shared this story with me that day but for our larger purposes I want I I, I invite you to consider when this has been true for you when you have been tempted or when you have had the tendency to construct a narrative about your immediate circumstances that maybe or maybe not how how much of that with with more time and with more data points has been proven either correct or incorrect that is the the more time passes and the more things you experience relative to that narrative relative to the story that that you want to create about a particular thing how how much of that initial narrative either holds up or begins to fall apart and you need to construct another narrative instead or or you need to revise the narrative that you had come up with initially so so it changes over time and the more people who are involved the more observers who can give you more input as to what is happening and and the more of of your own experience that you can weave back in to what you initially concluded or interpreted then then things are not as clear as as perhaps you thought they were things are not as neat and tidy as you thought they were or even as you hoped they were this is the process i've talked about this before of of disillusionment of losing an illusion about something and also gaining some more realistic view of something that is occurring so the more that happens the the more that that you are able to put away your own narrative put away your own illusions and instead adopt and adapt and accept more of what is actually the case in a particular scenario so is a particular thing good or is a particular thing bad well down the road we'll see is a particular thing fortunate or is a particular thing unfortunate well down the road more data points more experiences we'll see
one of the overall cautions of this parable and that further disillusionment and further storytelling, further additions to the narrative or, or further deconstructions of the narrative eventually shows that things aren't as neat and tidy as we thought and maybe also conversely things aren't nearly as dire as we thought there are more moments to come there is more news to come good or bad we'll see we'll see which one it ends up becoming or maybe even a combination of both somehow one of the overall points in any case is that there is that narrative that we begin to work with there is that framing that we begin to place around a particular experience in our lives and as more time passes, and again, as more data points are collected, there may come an inevitable point where we need to revisit whatever story that was that we were telling ourselves. And the story may end up getting better, or the story may end up getting worse, but we won't know for a while. So instead, all we can do is keep engaging, keep participating, keep watching to see how things continue to play out. So now I have a little confession to make. One of the reasons that I have been thinking about all of this, the, particularly the, the narrative of whether something is good or bad, is because I, I recently got, I, I recently received some news that the the best way that the phrase that I've come up with to describe it has been that it, it's good news wrapped in bad news that is I, I can see that that at the core of the thing that it's ultimately a good thing. It will it will be something that will be... I, I can see how it would be good for me. I can certainly see how it will be good for others. 
how it will be beneficial for all involved. I, I, I can identify those things. But, but there's also, there are also some aspects to this news that one could certainly interpret as bad news. And, and I identified that for myself right away. I, I could identify how this was bad news for me, that this was a less than ideal situation for me. When I shared this news with my wife, she immediately could identify the bad news aspect of it. And, and so there, there is actually this tug between the two at the moment. There's a tug between what aspects of this could be considered good news and what aspects of this could be considered bad news. And they're all, it's all wrapped up together. It can't be, it can't be easily or surgically separated into the good and the bad. This this is something that you'll eventually hear about. It, it's something that I'm eventually going to talk about, but but we're not quite there yet. Though there there are still some things that need to be hammered out, some details to be taken care of before I can say much more about it. But it is coming. You will know more about it eventually. But in the meantime, I'm just sitting here and I am. I am feeling that tug. I'm feeling that pull between there. there's this good narrative and there's this bad narrative. And certainly for me, at least right now, the bad narrative seems to be taking precedence. It seems to be using more of my mental and emotional energy at the moment. And, and I, I can at least in a rational way acknowledge the good narrative, the good aspects of, of what this means, what this thing means. And, and it's ultimately the good parts of the narrative that I acted on to eventually bring this thing to fruition that that will move this thing along but i'm not yet at a point where i can relinquish or make peace with the bad narrative and again this this is this all seems very opaque to you and this all seems kind of kind of ambiguous to you and, and I'm sorry for that but I'm, I'm just saying that this these this very this larger concept of constructing a particular narrative to deem something good or bad is very fresh on my mind right now that that's that's what I'm just trying to say and so when you think back to this farmer over and over saying maybe good maybe bad we'll see 
that that I am I am stuck in that very much right now waiting to see whether something is good or bad waiting to to construct or collect more data points in order to have a clearer view one way or the other and it may be that you have something like this going on in your own life as well maybe you're already working with a particular narrative that something is is at least majority or altogether good or something is majority or altogether bad and maybe you're still wrestling with the larger meaning maybe you're still wrestling with whether something may turn the corner down the road maybe you're dealing with something where you can already identify the the good news but it's wrapped in bad news or maybe it's something that at its core seems to be bad news but it's also wrapped in something that seems like good news but the overall construction of the narrative seems way more complicated it seems way more complex it, it's not as neat and tidy as you would like it to be and so i suppose that one of the things i am saying is who knows what will happen later that maybe more time more data more experience will be able to make will 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 bring more clarity to whatever the core question is for you or maybe maybe you're seeking a way out maybe you're seeking that that ultimate good news that that is going to help lead you forward maybe you're stuck in something that at its core seems more like bad news or or you haven't maybe something at its core is more good news but you're still needing to fight through the outer bad news layer of the thing or it might just be that whatever narrative you have constructed is going to need more time, more outside observation, more input, more whatever, in order to more accurately assess what is actually happening. Whatever the specifics, whatever the case may be for you, I hope that you get what you need as you go through it whether it's more time whether it's more patience or more encouragement or more support or more just needing to get out of your own head out of the narrative of your own head and into the experience of the world around you a bit more whatever it is that you need most in the particulars of your own good news wrapped in bad news or bad news wrapped in good news 
my hope is that you eventually get what you need. And you can at least carry within you and move forward with the wisdom that, well, maybe this is good news and maybe this is bad news. Let's take our time so that eventually we'll see. Thank you for listening to the Coffeehouse Contemplative Podcast. I'm Jeff Nelson. You can find more about my writing, including all my books, at jeffreyanelson.com. You can also find me on social media, Jeffrey A. Nelson on Facebook, and I'm at Bold Roast Rev on Instagram and elsewhere. Have a great week. <laughs>